And now, the Mole Mystery Theater, presented by M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skin. Jeffrey Barnes, welcoming you to the Mole Mystery Theater, the program that presents the best in mystery and detective fiction. Tonight's story, St. Louis Lady by Irene Winston, is about three things. Summer heat, a woman, and a little black book. What is there about some women that makes men want to kill for them? And, and what kind of a man lists methodically in, in a little black book, his victims, his expenses, and his net profits from their debts. Add to this the kind of heat that pushes people into things they never meant to do, and you have St. Louis Lady by Irene Winston. Well, Mr. Barnes, I guess I can't add much to that, but give me a subject like shaving, and I'd add a few quick words like this. Men, if your morning shave is worse than a hundred nightmares... Chances are you have wiry whiskers or a tender skin. So try Mole. Yes, sir, with Mole, it's smooth. So smooth. It's slick. So slick. It's a smooth, smooth, slick, slick shade you get with M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skin. That's right. Mole is the cream you need if you have tough whiskers or a tender skin. Because Mole is a heavier cream, it not only softens your whiskers, it stands them up straight and lets your razor cut them right off. So you shave faster, closer, easier, and you shave painlessly with Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skins. And now for tonight's Mole mystery, St. Louis Lady. <laughs> For a price, I'd accommodate you, lady. Our scene, St. Louis. Summer heat and tempers at the boiling point. Somewhere in the slums, a baby cries. Somewhere a fight breaks out, a forerunner to a summons and a plea. Honest judge, it was so hot I kind of lost my temper. Only fools walk in this summer heat. Fools and men like Joe Higgins who have trains to catch to women they love. Hmm. Got half an hour before my train. Well, might as well get a beer. Bring me a beer, will you, waiter? Yeah, got an extra one with me. Uh, here, take this thing. 
Okay. Here you are. Anything else? Oh, yeah, ham sandwich. Uh, ham sandwich. Hi. You alone, too, Mr. Higgins? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mind if I sit with you? Uh, no. Want a drink, Smitty? Got one, thanks. <laughs> that sounds good. What does? My name, Smitty. Hmm? Yeah, the way they treat me around this town, you'd think I was a leper or something. That guy shouldn't drink in this heat. Why do you? I drink so I can take it when they call me stoolie. Oh, yeah, yeah. After that, I drink so I can remember when I was a big shot instead of broken down stool pigeon who will sing it ten bucks the song. Oh, forget it. Somebody's got to do it. Sure, sure. And it's better than solitary, I tell myself. But what's my life now? Still solitary, except my cell takes in the whole town. Anybody in one of them picture? We used to be partners back in the 20s. Uh, what you writing, Mr. Higgins? Oh, <laughs> writing down my expenses. I like to know where my money goes. I'm one guy who's not going to wind up broke. <laughs> the killer keeping a budget, that's a hot one. Don't call me that. Okay, okay, don't get sore. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I ought to keep one, too. Item, ten bucks for putting a finger on Big Al Connors. Say, what'd you get for knocking him off? Let's see that book. Give it back. Okay. New business, 150. And I only got ten bucks for the tip. Lower your voice. That included his wife. You get her, too? Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the idea of working on a woman. If you didn't do it, they'd get someone else for the job. There's always someone else. Yeah, sure. What are you going to do with the money? Well, less $15 expenses for two days. I have exactly $135 left. My girl saw a wristwatch. Well, that... well, well, if it isn't the little man. Hello, Killer Joe. Beat it, Stooley. I want to talk to Joe. Okay, okay. Goodbye, Mr. Higgins. It sure was nice talking to you. You'll recognize me. Don't you, Killer Joe? Don't call me that. I got nothing to say to you. Maybe I ought to introduce myself anyhow, seeing as how you subbed for me for a while. George Larson at your service. Oh, waiter, my check. How's Jessie? You leave her name out of this. Think I'd bother talking to you if it wasn't for Jessie? She's going to be my wife. You could kind of say that she was my girl for a while. Boy, you could... Uh, here's your check, a dollar fifty. Uh, this is on me. Here you are, waiter. Keep the change. Oh, thanks. That's the least I could do for you, Joe. After you looking out for Jesse and me, are you going to catch the milk train? Won't answer, huh? Well, I'll walk to the station with you. Oh, boy. I thought it was hot in there, but it's worse out here on the street. Stop whistling that. It gets on my nerves. Uh why, that's Jesse's favorite song, isn't it? <laughs> Take your time. The train isn't due for five minutes. We won't miss it. We? Huh? Oui. Sure. I'm going into your one-horse town just long enough to pick Jesse up. You leave her alone or I'll kill you. <laughs> You're just the guy who can do it, too, Killer Joe. <laughs> I thought I had it bad. She sure got you tied to her apron strings. Well, there she comes. As soon as we get there, I'll check into a hotel, get a shave and a shower, and then I'll pick Jesse up. Jesse wants to, I'll marry her. 
How would you support her? You never did a day's work in your life. So what? See this roll? I got plenty of money. Oh, yeah? The evening papers say that a gas station was held up. Yeah, yeah, there's been a terrific crime wave around this town. Listen, Killer Joe, if you're thinking of singing, remember, with the police, you gotta have proof. With Jesse, it's your word against mine. Besides, I got a hunch she don't know what you've been up to. Look, Larson, to me, one killing's just like another. You leave Jesse alone or I'll kill you. I swear it. As the curtain falls on act one of tonight's Morley mystery, it looks as though Mr. Larson is going to have trouble on his hands. Serious trouble, eh, Dan? Yeah, Mr. Barnes, but you know, some fellow might say he was in clover compared to them. For instance, the fellow who's got double trouble from shaving tough whiskers or a tender skin. He can be pretty bad off unless he learns about Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream. That's right, man. Shaving hard-to-cut whiskers or a tender skin needn't be painful. Not when you shave with Mole. Because Mole is a heavier cream, it not only softens your whiskers, it stands them up straight while your razor cuts them off close and clean. With Mole, you shave faster, closer, easier, and you shave painlessly. Try it. See if you don't say, it's smooth. So smooth. It's slick. So slick. It's a smooth, smooth, slick, slick shave you get with M-O-L-L-E. Mole, the heavier brushless shaving cream for tender skin. This is Jeffrey Barnes again, returning you to Act Two of St. Louis Lady. Uh-huh. That's $130, including the tax, but it's a beauty. I'll take it. Wrap it up. Jesse will love it. By the way, how does she like at the boarding house? Oh, fine, fine. Wrap it up special-like, will you? I'll tie it up with white ribbon. Oh, on a day like this, the person should live in the bathtub. Here you are, Mr. Higgins. I know your girl's going to be surprised. I'll be with you in a minute, sir. Oh, take your time. What? Well, hello again, Killer Joe. Buying Jesse a going-away present? None of your... Here's the money, miss. Goodbye. <laughs> Jeff? Well, he's still sore at me, I guess. I never saw Mr. Higgins lose his temper before. You know him well? Sure, I know him. He's, uh, well, sort of a cousin, you might say. Oh, well, a family fight. I well... guess everybody has them. Uh, what can I show you? Something that'll knock a lady's eyes out. No, no. Why should I see? I'm better off without you. I can't talk to you. Goodbye. Darling, Joe, darling. What's the matter? Uh, who were you talking to? It wasn't important. It was... Oh, never mind. Did you miss me? 
Of course, darling. It's been two days, Jessie. What'd you do when I was gone? <laughs> Don't laugh at me. No. I stayed in the bathtub. It was so hot. <laughs> For two days? <laughs> well, I got out to eat. <laughs> Honest Joe, this town was like a furnace. Must have been awful upstate. Well, to tell you the truth, Jessie, I was so busy I didn't even notice the weather. Well, anyhow, it's a shame you had to work in this heat. Uh, close your eyes, Jessie. Oh, darling, not another present. Close your eyes and open your hand. There. What is it? Open it and see. Oh, all tied up with white ribbons. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I want you all tied up with white ribbons, Joe. <laughs> That's for nothing. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty, I hate to untie it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's the watch. <gasps> Like it? It's the watch. Uh, shall I answer it, Jessie? No. No, let it ring. I don't want to talk to anybody else now that you're home. Honest, Jessie. Do you really miss me? Of course I did. Look how pretty the watch looks, Joe. Joe. Yes, Jessie? Ask me what time it is. Go on, ask me what time it is. Listen, Joe, it's a new record. What's the matter with you tonight, Joe? You're so restless. I don't know. Do you have to play that song? But it's my favorite. Joe, all through dinner, you kept looking out the window and you hardly ate a thing. It's too hot to eat. Well, if you just sit quiet, you wouldn't mind it so much. There's a nice breeze here on the porch. Why do you keep looking up and down the street? You expecting something? No, no, I... Let's go down to the inn for a drink, Jesse. Why? If you want a drink, I can get you one here. Well, I, I, I just feel kind of sociable tonight. I... Come on, Jesse. It'll do us good to get out for a while. All right, Joe. Think you're crazy to go out in this heat. I'll get my hat. We won't stay long. Oh, the, the telephone, Jesse. I'll get it, as long as I'm here. All right, Joe, I'm ready if you want. Want to walk, or should we take the car? May as well drive. It'll be cooler. Was... Was that phone call important, Jesse? Why, no, Joe. At least I don't think so. Oh, this is nice, Joe. I forgot Pop Kelly had the in-air condition. Yeah. Oh, wave to Pop, will you? He's been trying to catch your eye. Where is he? Honest, I'm so nearsighted lately, I'm going to have to get glasses. But you can see Larson, can't you, Jesse? I didn't want to come to the inn tonight, Joe. 
He can't leave me, Jesse. I didn't want to come to the inn tonight. Not tonight, I didn't. He called you, didn't he? That was him on the phone. Yes. Are you afraid of him, Jesse? Afraid? You, you told me once that he beat you. Oh, I'm not afraid of that anymore. I'll never do that again. Then what are you afraid of? Me. What? That's why I didn't want to come to the inn tonight. What can I do, Jesse? I'll do anything for you, only don't leave me. He's no good. He's a cheap crook. Let's go home. Joe, I have to talk to him. I'm afraid now. Don't you see, Joe? If I come back after, I'll never leave you again. Not even for a little while. Don't you see? He's always been with us, hasn't he? I could feel him around all the time, pushing, crowding me out, watching me. I'm sorry, Joe. Let me go for an hour. All right, Jesse. I'll stay here. As soon as I leave here, he'll follow me. Nobody will know, Joe. Yeah. Nobody but me. All right, Jesse. I'll meet you at the boarding house in an hour. Thank you, Joe. This way we'll know once and for all. Yeah. We'll know. Oh, hello, Mr. Higgins. Huh? Oh, hello, Pop. How are you? Like any fat man when it's hot. Oh, sit down and have a drink with me, huh? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> hey, had a spat with Jesse? Or... Huh? Yeah, I thought I saw you come in together. Oh, she... <laughs> she she thinks maybe she didn't disconnect her electric iron. <laughs> Women. Yeah. Hey, uh, you uh, doing well, Pop? Business couldn't be better. I ain't seen you around for a while. You been away? Yeah, yeah, business trip upstate. Mm-hmm. Well, I see by the papers where a couple of convicts escaped and a couple of them got hung. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would seem like old times reading about Big Al Connors again. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Never thought anybody get Big Al. He was the big shot. Oh, but times have changed, I guess, since I was a kid in Chicago. Maybe not so much as you think. Huh? Well, I mean, with all this robbery going on, aren't you afraid you'll get held up? Wish I would. Could use a little excitement. Paper tonight made me feel old. Oh, maybe... Maybe these gangsters are heading this way. You'd be a natural for them to stick up. Well, it could be. Hey, you ought to get a gun, Pop. Huh? Uh, gun. I teach you how to use it. <laughs> oh, the size of you teaching me. <laughs> I told you once I live in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Mr. Higgins. I didn't mean to make any cracks about your size. That's all right. And thanks for worrying about me. <laughs> I can handle anything, old as I am and fat as I am. Yes, dear, this, uh, <laughs> this ought to cover my bill. Huh? Are you leaving now? I thought you was going to wait for Jesse. I'm not going to wait. Not anymore. We're here on the porch, Joe. Cooler outside than in. Come into the house, anyhow. All right. Don't worry, honey. I can handle them. Don't fight, please. Close the door. Joe, I... You don't have to tell me anything, Jesse. I can tell by looking at you. I'm sorry, Joe. I guess I knew it all the time. <laughs> well... As long as we know where we stand, let's all have a drink. Thank you, Joe. I'll get some ice. If, uh, if I'd have known how you'd finally take it, Joe, I wouldn't have needled you. Don't forget it. It's, uh, it's like this Jessie is a... She's a part of me like I'm a part of her. We're no good with anyone else. I said forget it. Sure, sure. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You want to smoke? No, thanks. Put a lot of ice in the glasses. Here you are. Thanks. Joe? Thanks. Well, here's... Here's... Do you blossom? The rest of your natural life. You know, I've seen things like this in the movies. When people are in the same fix we're in, they have a drink together. I always wondered what they felt. What do you feel, Jesse? Well, that's what's so funny. I don't feel anything. I'm... I'm sorry I didn't stay away the full hour like I promised, Jesse, but I... I got to talking to Pop Kelly, and a guy can take just so much Pop Kelly. He's the fat old guy who runs the bar? Yeah, yeah, crazy fool. Oh, how come? Oh, he forgets he's not as young and as strong as he was, and ever since the summer folks have been coming around, business has been booming. You remember, Jesse, when my uncle was sick and we needed money in a hurry after the banks were closed? Remember how much he had in his pocket? Joe, what are you what trying the... to do to us? Oh, now, don't worry, honey. I told you I'd go straight, didn't I? I thought you wished us luck. Telling George about Pop's money, that's rotten. You're trying to... Oh, take it easy, honey. I promised you I'd go straight, didn't I? Listen, let's get out of this town right away. Will that make you feel better? There's no train until morning. Well, come on down to the inn with me, then, if you don't trust me. She's not leaving this house tonight. What? Well, I... I have to live here after Jesse leaves. I, I don't want the whole town to know about it. I'm sorry, Joe. I didn't think. Now, Joe's right. I'll meet you at the station in the morning. I don't like to leave you alone with him. Don't be silly. There's a house full of people. I'll go to the door with you. Okay, Anna. Vice. Oh, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Joe, for taking it like this. Don't thank me. I, I know just how you feel about him. Do you? Sure. Exactly how I feel about you. Oh. You'll forget in time, Joe. Did you forget him? Maybe there wasn't enough time. Maybe if he had waited longer... But I'll have time to wait, Jesse. I'll have time. Oh, I wish you'd... Better go upstairs. I, I don't want to talk now. All right. Night, Joe. Ten thirty. Plenty of time. Time to wait. Yeah. To wait and see Larson get his neck stretched. This is Jeffrey Barnes again. In just a moment, we'll bring you Act Three of St. Louis Lady. Thousands of people who suffer the social and business handicap of dandruff are discovering that the way to combat it effectively is with double dandarine. You see, double dandarine is unlike many hair preparations available today, for such products really do no more to fight a common type of dandruff than plain water does. That is, they simply wash loose dandruff away. But double dandarine actually combats this dandruff by killing the germ that many outstanding authorities contend is its cause. And double dandarine kills this germ on contact. Results with double dandarine have been amazing even in the most stubborn cases. A special ingredient named Alzan is the reason for double dandarine's astonishing effectiveness. Alzan is an active antiseptic so remarkably efficient, many hospitals use it. Of all hair preparations, only double dandarine has it. So try double dandarine and see if you don't agree that most ordinary hair preparations can't compare with its dandruff-combating effectiveness. 
If you're not completely satisfied, return the empty bottle and get your money back. Buy Double Dandarine at your druggist's. It's been four and a half hours. Well, uh, that's not a long time to wait. It'll work. I know it will. I'll see him hang yet. <laughs> there it is. Hello, operator. This is Joe Higgins on Fairview Road. Send the constable here right away. Joe, there's someone at the door. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it. Back so soon? Where's Jesse? Jesse! Couldn't wait until morning, could you? I got a car to take us to the next town to catch the train there. Jesse, hurry up. I'll be ready in a minute. Who do you think you're kidding, Larson? You think I'm going to let you get away with this? You're crazy. Out of my way, runt. Ready, Jesse? Yes. Come on, then. Jesse, you upstairs again. He's nothing but a cheap crook. I'm sorry, Joe. All right, then. Go with him. Go on. You're nothing but a dirty little... I try to be nice to you, but all you can understand is a beating. Well, he'll beat you when you aren't running away from the police. Come on, Jesse. Come on in. Uh, door's unlocked. I got your call, Mr. Higgins. What's up? Oh, Steve, uh, there's the man who held up Pop Kelly. Why, you Easy, Pod. Now, use this gun. Let me take the quiet. Now, stick out your wrist. That'll hold you. Okay. Oh, what a sucker I was. I played right into your hands, didn't I? Wait till you hear what a sucker you are, little man. Huh? Yeah? Wait till you hear. Pop Kelly died at the hospital. What? Yeah, you're facing a murder rap, son. Oh, no. <laughs> I told you I'd kill you, didn't I, Larson? I told you to stay away from Jesse or I'd kill you. This only happened a half an hour ago, Mr. Higgins. How'd you know? He knew. He knew before it happened. You ready, lady? What do you want with her? I couldn't stop him, Joe. So I went with him. What? No. No, it couldn't be. You, you couldn't have left the house without my seeing you. I went down the back stairs, Joe. I couldn't stop him, so I had to go with him. I'll always go with him. But, but it's a murderer. Jesse, you... Sure. And she'll go with me to the chair, too. You figured on getting me, Joe, but you never figured on getting Jesse, too. Ah, rain. Well, it's about time. How about cool us off? We'll cool off, all right, but Joe won't. He'll burn hotter than we will. Jesse, I'll swear you didn't leave the house. That's no use, Mr. Higgins. Pop Kelly identified them both. Jesse! You did what you had to do, Joe. And he's not through yet. How are you, Joe? What more can he do? A lot more. I'll explain, Jesse. Let me explain. You wanted pretty things. And how do you think he got them for you? He killed for you. No. That watch you're wearing, he got that for knocking off Big Al Connors and his wife. But he Oh, never... he did it legally. Don't worry about that. Legally? Sure. Didn't you know? He's the public executioner. What? Yes, the state hangman. Push a button, drop a body. That's your joke. Oh, I can't. I... Maybe I ought to thank you, Killer Joe. After all, you're going to make sure that Jesse and me spend the rest of our lives together. Oh, leave him alone. Why? Why? He had it all figured out. He'd get me. It was his idea to kill Leave me. Leave him alone. Poor Joe. How do you think he'll feel when it's my turn to die? St. Louis woman. 
And now this is Jeffrey Barnes bringing down the final curtain on tonight's presentation of St. Louis Lady. Be sure to join us next week when we present Nightmare by your favorite mystery author, William Irish. A young man has a ghastly dream of committing murder and wakes up to find the murder weapon in his room. He knows that somewhere, somehow, a man lies dead by his hand. So be with us next week for suspense and excitement when a nightmare comes true. Music for the Mole Mystery Theater is by Jack Miller. St. Louis Lady was written by Irene Winston. Elspeth Eric, Gilbert Mack, and Frank Lovejoy were featured in tonight's program. This is Dan Seymour saying goodnight until next Friday at this same time when the Mystery Theater presents Nightmare. <laughs> This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.